Yes, wow. That's some uplifting music. I wanted something to get started with to kind of put me in this easy, relaxed, optimistic space. Here we go. Today, we're talking about Anna. And Anna is someone, she's a mom, and she recovers from this perfectionism. And, and part of the perfectionism is comparing herself to others. That is Anna's story. After we talk about Anna and how she does this, I'm going to kind of go into, as always, a personal update. And and I'm glad we're back. Here we are. Uh, I had a lot of, of, of downloads last week, and I'm going, how can I bring the best stories? Let me read my mission statement to you all. I wrote a mission statement this week. Anxiety Help with West podcast helps the community of listeners through stories highlighting reasons for anxiety and methods of recovery. I hope that you leave feeling validated, normalized, encouraged, and with new tools and strategies for recovery because it takes work. I like that. That's the focus. That's why we're doing this. I'm looking at a picture of Anna. Anna is a 37-year-old yoga teacher from Turnbridge Wells at the time of this article in The Guardian. And she has that yoga thing going. When I look at her, she has that young mom kind of thing going. I'm, I'm seeing a picture of her tank top. She's got the shoulders back. She's smiling. You know that, that awesome yoga energy. Okay, here's what she's struggling with. Let's just put this out right from the top. She has a lack of a hobby or outlet or passion. There's nothing that that she at the before before she's into yoga, there was no hobby, outlet or passion. Number 2, there's a focus on comparing herself. She knows this or she finds this out, holding on to things. Takes something, takes it, holds on to it. Finally, not taking charge of life. All right, you got these couple things. Lack of hobby, outlet, or passion. The focus on comparing. This is also kind of the world of perfectionism. Holding on to things. Not taking charge of life. So what uh, What does she do? What's her response? Because she recovers. By the end of the, today's tale, you will find she has a full recovery. Well, she finds a hobby and passion that brings joy to her. She lets go of comparing herself to others. She lets things go in general. She starts taking charge of her life. And one question she does is she thinks about what's right for me. What is right for me here? That is a question she never asked. But how did she get to it and what the heck are we talking about anyway? And we're off. Let's do it. Anna's journey starts in her early 20s. 23 years old, she finds herself pregnant, and she's excited. She is with her husband. This is her childhood sweetheart. After their son is born, they set up a home in Turnbridge Wells. She quits her job and becomes a full-time mom. And we don't have any further insight on this. Is that something she wanted to do? I'm curious about that. Was she prepared for that change? That is a big change. Was this something she had always envisioned? 
I don't know. What we do know is her husband had a wonderful job, well-paid, and they have this beautiful home that they move into. And not long after, her second son comes along. When her second son is five months old, guess what? Good news. We have a third one on the way. So from the outside, as it sometimes happens, if she says, if you take a look at my life, here I am. I got two kids. I got a third one on the way. I'm in this beautiful home, a husband who's got this great job. Yeah, my life looks great. Uh, But obviously, that's not always how we feel on the inside. Inside, Anna is struggling. What happens? Why is she struggling? She feels a lot of pressure to be a perfect mom or mom, as they say across the way. Perfect mom. And it got worse when her kids start school. So here's what starts happening. Her kids are in school. She sees other kids. She sees other moms. And these thoughts kind of and focus take over. Wow, their kids are really polite. How well behaved. Look how committed that mom is. That's not me. I don't live up to that. So I I don't know what started this for Anna, how she got to this. My guess is there were some of these tendencies before. I, I don't know. What I do know is this has a great effect on her. And this really brings her to a hard spot. She feels lost as a mom. No confidence in her ability to actually raise her boys in a way that's right for her. That's an interesting statement, Anna. I felt lost and had no confidence in my ability to raise my boys in a way that was right for me. So what I'm getting is that even a part of you at this point, you realize I'm doing, I'm not doing me here. I'm not bringing myself to this role. I am bringing what I think being a mom should look like. Yeah, maybe I'm getting a little too counselory here, but that's, It's an interesting statement. What happens as a result of all of this comparison and uh, perfectionism, I got to be the perfect mom. Well, depression and anxiety, it comes on thick and fast. Does the thing, goes to the doctor, gets antidepressants, antidepressants. She realizes very quickly though, and some of you have been there as well. these, These are not for Anna, she feels. Here's an example. She's sitting out in a garden, and she remembers feeling so detached from her boys. It was like she's looking at them through this strange screen. It sounds like depersonalization, Anna, but what I hear you saying is the medication just puts you in this dull, gray, a bit of a depersonalized state. So Anna stops medication, and she starts looking for other means of help. And here's what she finds yoga. And she also mentions homeopathy. Google it. I I don't know a ton about that. I I looked it up and I go, I'm going to have to figure this out. I do know yoga. So this works for her. Yoga. I'm going to stick with homeopathy and yoga and maybe a little more focus on the yoga in time. After this, her life takes on a different course. Okay. 
separates from her husband, part of her recovery is letting things go. Another part is starting to take charge of her life and think about what was right for me. Okay, Anna, slow down. You just you just hit th- three huge things. Letting things go? Okay, that's really easy. It's like me saying dunk a basketball. Yeah, I started dunking basketball. That's hard. How do you, how do you let things go? I'm going to get to some some tools to let those go in a little bit. Now you take charge of your life. What the heck does that mean? How do you even, you know, what what are you doing? So you let things go. You're taking charge of your life. It sounds like you're saying, what do I want? And you're owning what you want and going for that, like declaring, I get to have what I want here. She thinks about what is right for me. That is a question she's never asked herself. What is right for me here? As opposed to what should this look like based on the culture? What would another mom do here? What am I supposed to do in this case? And she says, no, what is right for me? Because so long, she's fit into everyone else's idea of who she thinks she should be. And she is so afraid of breaking that image. The problem is it was miserable for her. So she meets what she thinks is this image she's supposed to meet. But she's just miserable inside. Now, she has a power breath. She has a new partner. And she has a new experience in her life in general. She feels like she's got a little more wisdom. And she realizes that she's harsh, I'm sorry, less harsh on herself. And there's a statement she comes to believe. Everything cannot be perfect all the time. It is okay. Everything cannot be perfect. How does she lose these urges to be perfect she relates it to being a mom what she realizes as being a mom is when she's with her kids her focus was focus was all inward how it's supposed to look what another mom might think of me my lack and she says wait just a minute it's not all about me it's about them kids have their own views and sometimes they even speak more truth than grown-ups So maybe she's learned something from them. And she realizes, I cannot possibly maintain a tidy, clean house all the time. That is just not possible. I'm letting go of always having to have a, quote, perfectly clean house. And it's okay if it's dirty. Oh, I see, Anna, you changed your complete view from it has to be perfect all the time. Everything has to be put up to some mess is okay some of the time. You adjusted the way you think about it your body Anna thinks that I have to have this perfect body however she says wait just a minute I've been pregnant three times pregnancy has an effect on your body it, it can change I can do the best I can do but I don't have to meet some sort of standard of beauty, and it's okay if I look different post-pregnancy than I do before. Jeez. She gives some advice. Here's her advice. She wants young people today to find a hobby or passion that brings them joy. And she says, don't compare ourselves to others. Well, easier said than done, Anna. 
Sometimes it's the biggest failures Anna believes that teach us the most valuable lessons. And letting things fall apart isn't the end of the world. So instead of if it falls apart, I'm going to be found out as an imposter and it's I'm bad versus it's okay if it falls apart. What, I, what I'm getting, tell me if you guys are with me on this one, is that Anna is now taking her views. Everything has to be perfect to, no, it doesn't have to be perfect. I have to have a clean house too. No, I don't have to clean. She challenges the way she thinks about everything. That's what I'm getting. Anna, how about that? Thank you. Kind of a quick story, but she dropped a lot in there. And as I was reading, I thought, this is really, really good. It's also really, really hard. So here's some responses that I have for comparing. You don't have to be a young mom. You could be like me going through social media and doing the comparing thing. One of my challenges on social media formerly was the judgment. It was like, screw them. Who do they, you know, I would just, oh my gosh, look at them. They think, you know, when people take pictures of like their eyes, they're like close. I'm like, I get it. You think your eyes are the jam and you're going to, you're going to get attention by doing this random close up where you're pretending like you don't know there's someone taking the picture, but it happens to be you. And then you, you've got that goofy eye, that look where you're really opening your eyes. Get over yourself. Okay. <laughs> you feel me? That's, that's something I tend to do. Here's some comparison uh, ways to respond to when you find yourself comparing. Be aware of and avoid those triggers. Absolutely. So what are the, what are the triggers? If it's for me, the, the, the judgment or the comparing on social media, I have to limit my social media. Be aware of what are my triggers? What sets me into this emotional space immediately? And can I avoid that or limit it? The other phrase, you probably have heard this, maybe not. I do not get to compare my outsides, or excuse me, my insides with someone else's outsides. I don't get to compare how I feel with how someone else appears. I am done with that. And I talk to myself. Here's a phrase I would say to myself. Wes, I'm using the compare and despair strategy to make myself feel worse. But this is not working for me. This is a game I don't want to play. I'm letting go of my need to compare myself to others right now. I'm setting this intention that I'm doing this, I'm using this, it makes me feel worse, it's not working, I don't want to play this anymore, I'm committed to letting go of comparing myself to others. Then, I give myself three things immediately to bring myself up, and and specifically related to what I'm comparing myself to. For example, for Anna as a mom, if she has that, offers that statement to herself, then to say, here's three things I'm doing that I'm proud of as a mom. I'm proud of that I did, I made my kids lunch. I'm proud of the activity we did last weekend. I'm excited that, and for me, when I do that, when I start talking negatively about others, in my mind, I immediately force myself to say three good things about others. It could be that person that I was judging, or it could be someone else. It could be someone in the community. I'm really, 
appreciative of this coworker. I'm really thankful for this friend who made time to come and say hello. I'm, I really appreciate and can just be bearing a nice thought towards someone else. Okay, purpose. So Anna finds yoga. Seems like yoga becomes a, a, a thing for her. I believe in reading elsewhere that that's something that, you know, bef- before she was teaching yoga, she didn't, that, that was not her career. I think I'm understanding that correct. So she finds yoga and it becomes a method of relaxation for her, a focus, and then even a career path. Let me offer six things for purpose. Holland Code, H-O-L-L-A-N-D-C-O-D-E, Holland Code. That's awesome. Let me know what your letters are. I'm an S-E-A. That's Social Social Entrepreneurial Enterprising. 16personalities.com. 16personalities.com. Fantastic. Myers-Briggs. I'll list these in the notes. Man's Search for Meaning. I've talked to some of you about that one already. It's about finding purpose. And then Meetup. I don't know if, if Meetup is everywhere, but Meetup.com. And it's like, maybe I'm going to go out and try some things. Purpose and or passion. Something to focus on. All right. Here's a quick update. I want to ask you all who are listening. If you're listening to me, I've got a, a website that needs some work. i got a podcast that needs some work. Here I am, a school counselor, passionate about helping people with anxiety. And I continually hear, hey, my counselor doesn't get it, my licensed professional counselor. I just want to check in with you all. How are mental health professionals doing? How, how, how are they doing? Have you really been helped by one? Do you feel like one really gets it? What, for you listening, what specifically has been most helpful for you? curious about that. Um, I've been, since I, um, since I talk about anxiety and I also meet with people about anxiety, I am interested in, do I go ahead and, I'm a school counselor, do I go ahead and go further and not, not like, you know, you can get a life coaching certificate, but do, do I also move forward and Get that clinical psychologist degree. Oh, my Lord, could you imagine? Hello, it's clinical psychologist Wes Murphy. That would be so fun to get to say that. Oh, my goodness, my ego would love that. That would be great. Okay. How do you like the music? What do you think? Lastly, I put out some questions last week. Not one person responded. Thank you all for that. Um, I was thinking about a community, like a Facebook page where we could interact. I was thinking about maybe doing some sort of group, being part of a group, facilitating a group where we could come on and all talk to one another. I'm more interested in connecting with you all. I'm finding that you listeners, by the way, had more downloads last week than I've had the whole time. It was in the... um, it was at it met a degree a level that I had never seen, and I thought fantastic. I hope people find this helpful. That's why I'm doing this. I'm also finding that you that there's very little interaction. I would like much more interaction between myself and you all who are listening. I want to be connected to you and connect you to each other in a positive way, in a new way, perhaps that isn't being done as much. 
uh, be it with me or with someone else. I just, I just want to provide help. We've done it. I want to thank The Guardian um, for this story, uh, theguardian.com. The link is up. Thank you, Anna Robertson or Robert Shaw from Turnbridge Wells for providing and offering your story. And I would like to thank, I'm going to put whoever, I don't have it pulled up, but whoever did this music, oh my goodness, it gets me in such the, the right the right mood. We're leaving positive babies. I was thinking about a nickname. The goofy side of me was thinking about a nickname for you all. I was like, do we call you the optimistic angels? Hello, my optimistic angels. I know. That just happens. Let's get to it. Thank you for listening. Feel free to reach out. Support at Anxiety Help with Wes. Hello, comment, question, whatever you need, babies. I got you. I'm here. Wes has your back. We will talk to you next week. Bye.